may take your seats. Just don't take them too far. We need them for next week. It's been great this morning, hasn't it? Wow. Of course, Ian's very loud over there, aren't you, Ian? And you have good reason to be a little loud there this morning. Yeah. Uh, good on the, the Ds. Well done. Great effort. And uh, yeah, so good. Well, I tend to, uh, I'm just going to find my, sp- I'm going to be a little bit different this morning, but we'll get there. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together and may we, in these next few moments, continue to just uh, busk in relationship and friendship with you and one another. And may our hearts be open to receive all that you want to say and encourage us in this, this day uh, for our, our own lives and for the lives in our community, for our, us, our families. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Everyone said... Amen. Well, I've titled this message, anniversary message, Celebrate, but really a sense of rising up. And I want to encourage you just to look at a couple of thoughts with you. I'm not going to be long today. And I pray that maybe you can listen to this over the next little while and be encouraged with that. I love what R.T. Bennett says. He says, do not fear failure, but rather fear not trying. Isn't that so true? Sometimes we fear failure, but we, we should actually fear more not trying. The unquestionable truth is that the local church has a responsibility to discover its calling. We have a calling not to only grow older, think about that, but to grow deeper, to grow stronger and to grow together. We have a calling together, friends, and that the centrality of this call is upon this fellowship to be the light of the world. Interesting, when you're walking at night and doing any walks at night, that the person with the torch usually leads. There's a good reason for that. That they may be like light that prepares the way. So today we do give thanks. We acknowledge those who have laid down the paths before us. And following this is the reality that we hope we are becoming exactly what has been envisaged to become the church. We're a family church. The emphasis is on family, made up of individuals, ethnicities. I don't know why I pick words I can't say well, really, at times when I'm speaking. But anyway, that's what happens. And various backgrounds from all around our nation and around the world. If you could count the hours that people got together in meetings, to plan a meeting, to plan another meeting, to plan a committee, to have another committee, plan that committee's meeting, and you know what I'm talking about, we couldn't add all those hours up. So we acknowledge our past. In Isaiah 46, 9, it says, Remember the former things of old. For I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is no one like me. You've got to believe that. You've really got to believe that right in, inside your heart. You'd believe there's no other. Psalm 14 is a great reminder to never forget where we come from. But it's also an invitation to dwell on the majesty and the mystery of grace that we can each live and experience. Wow. When you look at the word remember, it almost every time relates to God's activity and dealings in history with his people, people 
rather than our customs or our ways. Remember your Lord, your God. Remember Him. Remember His dealings with you. Sometimes memory lane, we like the old, but we're remembering God in the moment. So I would like to take the opportunity to thank all those who are past and present and current leaders and volunteers and those who minister and serve and have served so faithfully. For those who have committed and continue to work here for God's plan to be discovered. 116 years is a great legacy. So much as we continue to define our role, our relationships and God's righteousness. Many people from various roles and functions committed themselves to establishing God's work here, as you heard before. And I want to state this loud and clear. They did not do so with a temporary sense of purpose in mind. No, they decided that all the money and all the effort and all the time and all the faith and all the hope, all the change would be worth it to secure a future of believers that generations would come and kingdom living would be experienced. Speaks of sacrifice. So what we want to do today is celebrate, yes. But today is our story and it's been written now. So let's celebrate together towards the future and remember the past, how good God was how faithful, how just. Remember those who trailblazed. So we celebrate the good we have. Thank you we have a roof and lights and power. We are thankful for the God we proclaim. Looking back, but also looking forward. What God has accomplished in people's lives, families that have been changed and transformed and individuals who have been cared for and for souls and people who have made decisions for Jesus as as you've heard earlier it is not a finished book the chapter is still being written so here's a couple of thoughts for you the local church emphasis on local the local church is a symbol of the presence of God here on earth Matthew 18, 22 or 3 gathered together I am in the midst of you. And we just read Ephesians, which really highlights what this looks like. We thank God for the disciples and those followers of God who are hungry today, who are sincere with gratitude and thankfulness. Those who have gone before us, but those who also serve now. Even those who still serve in different locations. We are called to centre our lives on Jesus. And that equates to being presence-focused. Second thought I'd like to share with you is the local church is the hope of the world. It is and still will always remain to be. Matthew 12, 21, the nations will have hope because of him, because of Jesus. The church is the hope of the world. Isaiah 58, 12 says, and your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall rise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called a repairer of the breach the restorer of streets to dwell. May we be a people who invites opportunity for restoration and for wholeness to take place, for healing to be present. Spiritual healing, absolutely essential. To be a people who who welcomes brokenness, realness, honesty, 
that we are people who untie the chains of oppression and break the yokes. I think of Jesus' statement in Luke 4, 18 and Isaiah 58, 6 to 9. Also, the local church is called to likeness ministry. That sense of activity and being practical and learning how to become more like Jesus. In Romans 8, 29, it says this, or 28, For we know that all things work for good for those who love God and who have been called according to His purpose. For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. Isn't that interesting? To be conformed to the image of His Son. We are called to likeness ministry. That people would encounter us, would encounter Christ. People who see us would see Jesus. And that was always the heart of Jesus with his disciples, getting that message across. That our light is shining. His light in us is shining. As Matthew 5:16 says, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works or the evidence of this life and glorify your Father which is in heaven. In Isaiah 58, I've been reflecting on this a little bit and you've heard me share of this of last week, is because of these truths that when the church or individuals then worship becomes much more of a devotion than a duty when we discover these truths. The church globally is in a sense of renewal. It's in a place of tension. It's in a place of fast momentum. Not because it wants to, but because it has to. God is not moved by form. That was the tension with him and the Pharisees. He said it's all about heart. Not looking the part, being the part. Matthew 15, 18 says, These people honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. See, our hearts are absolutely necessary and vital that we get to see everything that Jesus wants to unravel in our midst, working together, building together, growing together. For now and for the future. Isaiah 42, 9 says, See, the former things have taken place. And that's what we're doing today. We're looking and going, wow, look at the former things. Look what God, look what you have done. We're thankful. We're giving you thanks. But it says, and new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. Paul even gets onto this and starts speaking about, I'm pressing on towards the goal. Philippians 3.12, not that I've already attained all these things or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold. This take hold means makes, make one's own possession of that which for Christ Jesus took hold of me. See, today this is what the Lord says, it is a new day. And we honour and we remember and we reflect on the past because it helps us and inspires us. This is the journey of the Melbourne Football Club. 
It's a, that's their journey. You read their history. They've reinvented themselves in the last few years. Sometimes you see that gets traction and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I'm going to sack the coaches. Sometimes I'm going to do this. But they stayed at the plan. They stuck with it. And look what happened. And their past inspires them. And 57 years of not having a premiership was a weight that maybe some couldn't bear. But it reminded them and inspired them that this is why we're here. This is what we're going to do. And I take that analogy and that picture to remind us that we celebrate and it reminds us our history is his history, his story through people's lives today but also it continues and we are makers of history. We are history makers. Right now, we are history makers. So a new era awaits, a new season of incredible opportunity and of strength, not in our own strength, but by the strength of the Holy Spirit. A season of hope, a season of increase, of an explosive time of ministry and seeing lives change and deeper relationships forged. So friends, God is here. The church is here. You are here. His presence is here. And while you and I may have different views of what that may look like, one thing we both can agree on is that we're here to lift Jesus higher that all men can be drawn, all peoples can be drawn unto Him. It's the same game plan, same mission. Call me at times a romantic at heart. I believe in the church. It is paramount to the fullness of spiritual life and the prosperity of spiritual life. United, surrendered, sacrificial fellowship is absolutely essential for each of us to have any legitimacy in this moment and in the moments after us. The gathering together, the assembling together is not your idea or my idea. It was God's idea. And when we think of the purpose of the church, we don't have to look too far to see its reality. But we certainly must look forward with faith, with expectation, with delight, and with hope, with vision of seeing God change lives through you and through me. Is this not possible? I believe it is. Thomas Edison said the greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. I don't know who that word may be for or that encouragement is for, but I want to encourage you. Let's celebrate. Let's acknowledge where we are and let's prepare ourselves that we can help, as the Scriptures say, where people can launch off our shoulders, our generations, our children can launch off our shoulders into this community, into this world in which we live. That's our responsibility. That's our mandate. And that's the heart of Christ. So let me pray for you. And then I'm going to invite a few people very briefly 
to come up. Heavenly Father, I ask, we ask today together, in all that we've heard, all that we've said, all that we've been part of today, all that we've sung, it was well put, so well put together. Hearing the wonderful history, but hearing the, 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 the sense in John and even in Ruth, Lord, hearing of that cry that we celebrate what has been, but we also are invested in what will be. Help us, Lord, to, to be everything that You have called us to become. Father, that we would see lives being changed, that our relationships will grow deeper and deeper. Help us, Lord. We know and acknowledge we cannot do this on our own. We can only do this with Your presence and with Your help and through Your Spirit. And we ask this and wherever every people are at right now, Lord, in this season, in this day, in this hour, whatever battle is before them, even today, would be a reminder that, God, You are with us in the good and the not so good, in the easy and the not so easy. You remain faithful. For that we celebrate and we thank You. In Jesus' name, everyone said.